All right, guys, we are super excited to have Fluvium on board as a partner for this podcast. Fluvium is conceptualized to cater to the daring, young, rebellious, and free-spirited individuals in the Asia-Pacific region. The intersection of combat sports, board sports, art, and music lies in a culture that is unique, free-spirited, and uplifting. The products and apparel which cater to the fight, skate, and surf market are designed and crafted to symbolize simplicity and creativity. Since you guys have been stuck at home, we've partnered with Fluvium to get you guys a 10% discount on mats to facilitate and help you to continue training at home. Use coupon code LEVERAGE10, that's LEVERAGE spelled out, 1-0 on checkout to get your discount. everybody finally the one and only captain crazy is here today my guest is shrikant shekhar one of the most charismatic and beloved fighters in indian mma welcome to the show brother how's it going thank you very much mohit pleasure how is it going with you uh our last lockdown was pretty fascinating because <laughs> i'm very i'm like uh, i don't want to rub it on the face but yeah uh, lo- people faced a lot of challenges during the lockdown and uh, i live in a place uh, where the circumstances are pretty different so it was pretty easy for us and we shot a movie uh, regarding the lockdown last year but then again i never like we never like i am very sure you also don't never knew the lockdown was coming back again like the lockdown 2021 and all so yeah know, like the crazy I, thing is uh, i was like i had been following it for a while like anyone who's doing grappling anyone who's doing these kind of sports like you're paying attention to what's happening around you right yeah. but uh, there was constantly the message was that look we're not going back into lockdown um, yeah. it's fine like go about your normal thing sport can resume and also you know everyone was following uh, yeah. the information or the guidelines being given or the messaging yes by the authorities but then suddenly end of april uh, sorry beginning of april yeah. like uh, you know shit storm just came and yeah out of nowhere and what I was basically preparing for my fight and i think seth was also preparing for his yeah fight. yeah and, and we were we course. were preparing to host a jiu jitsu tournament man yeah exactly <laughs> uh so there's a lot like uh, within a span of maybe two weeks i think uh, then they announced a short lockdown and uh, i think everybody knew that the short lockdown is ye to bakwas hai yeah so everyone like got their shit together like yeah. the day before the lockdown i was coming home from yeah. in delhi i was coming home from manali yeah so we had driven down for a week and uh, the day before the lockdown i just on my way home i stopped my dad was like yo uh, why don't you go pick up some beers it's going to be uh, a long one week lockdown so just go pick yeah. up some beers bro yeah. in delhi the lines were so long really? like there was fucking at least one one and a half kilometer worth of just people and their cars just lined yeah. up waiting to buy alcohol i don't think that was delhi that was gurgaon because it's alcohol is pretty cheap in gurgaon no it was delhi also man like last time uh, because nobody expected it and liquor like okay, okay. ran out of their booze this time they were like fuck covid like let's go stand in line and get the booze i, I definitely did not do that yeah uh, but 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So where are you right now? So I'm in Orissa right now. I'm staying in my home uh, in southern Orissa. So we come from a hill station. So nice. it's pretty chilled out over here. So that's what like we have some weights in the garage and go out for a running, kettlebells and uh, hill climbing and trekking sometimes, running, inclined running and like uh, all those things. So everything is going on. I've just stopped posting about workouts because I'm really like done with it. Like there is a time where you post about workouts when you are young in your early <laughs> Yeah, hey man, you were just doing that a few months back when your fight was coming up. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to post so much workout. I'm just chilling and posting my chilling things, not like the workout things. Yeah, everything is going on because, of course, at the end of the day, we are professionals. We have to keep ourselves fit and busy, so we don't have to like boast about it. It's just our work. But you're you're pretty unique in that sense. Like you do a lot of different kinds of training. Like I I follow you on Instagram. Yes. and uh, you're big into your strength and conditioning work uh, yes. you do a lot of running you do a lot of flexibility work um how do you find like resources to build these protocols so uh, last year when the lockdown happened uh, like we had a little bit of guess that uh, it is going to be somewhat like this like we cannot just sit back home and do nothing and like the body starts deteriorating in like Three four days itself. In Absolutely. three four days, you are like you are just feeling like you are going yeah. down and down and down. Mm-hmm. And so we started slowly, slowly building up uh, weights like uh, getting plates, rods, and uh, barbells, kettlebells, and like spend a little bit of money because at the end of sure. the day, we are building a farmhouse where we can put all the weights and jutsu mats and like have a proper gym for right. like for the family and people who come down. If you guys come down, you can come there and like we can. Spend a lot of time over there. It's like a, uh, like a proper place. Like a retreat. So, like the Gracies used to have this farm retreat. Yeah. So yeah. they would. The whole family would meet up there, and they'd have mats laid there. You know, swimming pool. There was a lake. Yes. Uh, so that's a great vibe to create. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to do something like that. So because I want all the guys to just come and enjoy uh, this side, and like I'm, like whatever I have to. Uh, offer to my friends or my people I would be very happy to offer them so I'm building something like that so we started uh, putting in weights and uh, getting in stuff uh, last year and then we had a not like little bit of idea so training and we already know the routine and we already know the like uh, ins and outs of what to do what not to do so yeah it's just another day. Used to give us away. Abhi kitne log hai aapke saath training karne ke liye? So basically last year, five friends were there. One was a Navy officer, one was a hiker, and my brother was there. And I and my friend was a cinematographer. And uh, fortunately, he came from Bombay. Se. And so that's why we could shoot movies. Otherwise, we couldn't do that. And now, the person who is in Navy came out to sell because there are outside countries. To khule तो अपना काम करने चला गया अभी मैं और कुछ एक दो दोस्त रह गए हैं बस और हम लोग दिन रात ट्रेनिंग करते हैं बाहर जाते हैं खाते पीते हैं ये सब चलता रहता है या बट यू डू अ लॉट ऑफ फन स्टफ अपार्ट फ्रॉम लाइक जस्ट हार्ड ट्रेनिंग एज़ वेल आई हैव सीन या 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 बिकॉज़ सी वी लिव इन अ स्मॉल टाउन व्हिच इज बेसिकली 10 स्क्वायर 
kilometers in radius it's pretty small against in it starts in one end and it ends in other end it will be hardly 4 kilometers or 5 kilometers not more than that hardly 8 8 to 10000 people stay there so uske bahar sare jangal hi hain kahin pe bhi nikal jao kahin pe baith jao you basically have the nature in front of you in your lap and in these times everyone is dreaming to go to a place where they can just spend Mal- some time maldives <laughs> jana hai ah maldives jana exactly right abhi ghar ke bahar maldives aur switzerland dono hai to fayda to uthana padega na that's crazy man i'm so jealous um <laughs> but is sab mein bhi like archery kahan se aayi beech mein ah archery see uh like i said like i am trying to collect things to put it in my farmhouse so right. i am trying to buy a kayak and archery ka thing and maybe i am trying to get a gun license and all so like get all those things and probably build a proper range and i can put it looking into, into doing some of your own farming and grow your own yeah yeah stuff of like that of course like at the end of the day i am done with my career i want to be a farmer like my forefathers have been farmers and they have been doing so and we still have uh, like uh, things going on back in the village and right. so i understand that part of life so i'm pretty attracted to that part of life i want to continue that part of life yeah it's a it's a nice force to be associated with repeatedly like you know the city yeah. life and all can get like most people i know who have spent a lot of time in the city they like सारे के यही कह रहे हैं कि यार मॉलडीव जाना है गोवा जाना है कहीं और जाना है आई वांट टू सेटल एल्स बिकॉज़ लाइक आई थिंक नाउ वी आर एट दिस पॉइंट जस्ट एट लीस्ट द सिटीज द मेजर सिटीज इन इंडिया आर जस्ट सो सैचुरेटेड दैट पीपल आर लुकिंग फॉर जस्ट दीज काइंड ऑफ आउट्स वे यू आर जस्ट ऑन द आउटस्कर्ट्स और जस्ट ऑन द यू नो अवे फ्रॉम इट ऑल वे जस्ट इन द रीच जस्ट इन द रीच बिकॉज पहले तो था कि साला रोड बोर्ड नहीं था अब तो यू नो घोड़े घोड़े पे जाना पड़ता था पैदल जाना पड़ता था अब तो यू नो हाईवेज आर कनेक्टिंग यू दोल रोड and or wahan pe like you have a lot of different talents like that's what i'm alluding to like you do a lot of you play fucking tennis as well right like where did no, you start playing I tennis to be very close i always wanted like everyone says me like if you if you come across all my friends back in over here or in my college life or something like that you will hear different stories from different people someone will say like i am a cricketer someone will say i am a basketball player someone will say hey you are a badminton player and then i played state for orissa basketball team i played state for like i played zonal for in like indian football team uh, when i was uh, in 16 years old i played tennis swimming i did marathon running and skating stuff like every kind of stuff because i am very fortunate to be in a place where every, all the facilities were available and i made the most out of it so ha itab khelte the bachpan se sab hobby tha and at the end of the day like when you want to do something good in sport like ha mujhe basketball khelna hai lekin wahan pe corruption aa gaya no matter how good you play you don't go ahead mujhe cricket khelna hai wahan corruption aa gaya jitna acha khel le team haar raha hai kitne young ladko aur kitne young athlete ladkiyon ke matlab this is the story where you were good at a sport you really yeah. enjoyed yourself and you really that's yeah. what you wanted to do 
and you just realize at yeah. some level ke there's too much of cynicism and nepotism yeah, and corruption blatantly in at all these junior levels of the sport that it's damn yeah. near impossible to rise up yeah 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 is and a, like uh, it's too much it's like uh, too much of mud in the so yeah and uh, from chi- like uh, i was watching a movie uh, the longest yard yeah have you watched it yeah yeah, yeah. with uh, adam sandler yeah and the kalis the bob sap is yeah, there yeah 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 guys are there so there is a scene where they play basketball prison football and, yeah yeah they he's play basketball there is a scene where he plays basketball football with the the black guy and then he gets like elbowed yeah. and then thrown into the pole and just gets beat adam sandler gets beat up a lot yeah and, and doesn't call uh, the foul yeah exactly and he just mans up and uh, there and there is a old guy who says yeah, he's a natural don't worry about him he can play yeah, and yeah, yeah. catch anything he wants to do he's a natural yeah. guy so yeah. that stuck on to me because when i tried to do play any sport or do anything I was I was good at it, and uh, then but then there are so many things uh, uh, which is apart from the sport which doesn't let you grow up, and then I wanted like uh, when I was in college I started wrestling, and then I am like okay fine I'll do something which I will be responsible for myself even if I lose I am responsible if I if I win I am responsible there is no other person in this world who will be responsible for my thing or my career or who is will be responsible. कि मैं उसको वहां पहुंचा दिया अभी मुझे कोई नहीं बोल सकता कि मैं उसको वहां पहुंचा दिया कि मुझे पता है मैं पहुंचा हूं सो सो एंड देन आई स्टार्टेड रेसलिंग एंड सो हाउ डिड दिस रेसलिंग थिंग कम अबाउट ऑफ आई वाज लाइक यू नो हार्मोन्स राइट योर 19 इयर्स ओके so it's like fuck it this looks like a fully testosterone driven thing so uh, so that means ke agar aapko wrestling ki jagah wahan pe rugby pitch bhi dikh jati chances are you could have just jumped in there also Make, right yeah 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 gymnastic bhi mil jata kar leta main kuch bhi milta kar leta so, captain crazy is very much legitimately like yeah. deserved okay so sorry uh, so you no, saw a bunch of guys wrestling and yeah, so uh, you like, jumped you know, in yeah. yeah i jumped in and like i want to wrestle and that was the time when like uh, how did that go <laughs> uh i that was the time when i had a new girlfriend okay so i was pretty punctual in the gym i was lifting <laughs> and all <laughs> so all those things were going on and i was a big guy i was like 95 kg back then and uh, then i'm like okay i can handle these guys i'm 95 kg and these guys are like 60 70 kg guys and let me just wrestle with them and i went for wrestling and the the first day i got my ass kicked and okay. it was horrible yeah. and in a couple of minutes i was gassing out and this 70 kg guys are the throwing me around i feel like a ball of flesh <laughs> falling here falling there and it was horrible and then i was like oh shit that was something like uh, it's not about all about strength it's not all about uh, your gut it's not all, all about being brave there is something known as technicality there is something known as psychology and body physiology you learn about it with timing and all absolutely so, yeah and then yeah after that uh, i wanted to and then yeah ufc was pretty big those days kane velasquez was on the scene gsp was on the scene and all these uh, legends were on the scene and i wanted to fight and i didn't had any formal training and then after wrestling i wanted to do some kickboxing but i didn't find any proper teacher he, i used to come as a student the teacher doesn't he was not showing up 
right so i come kick the bags punch the bags see some videos and do all those stuff and go and just in few months like hardly it'll be like 6 uh, 7 months i see a ad in the newspaper uh, rajkundra sanjay that they launch super fight league right and i'm like okay this might be my time and let me just get into the super fight league but no one was there to say me i was not ready or i was not like i was ready or not ready there were no, no amateur fights nothing so okay, you just, just fighting send them clips of your like how did this so how did was, it materialize yeah. sfl started 2011 12 around that time so what yes. what were you doing then so i was wrestling a little bit i was doing my kickboxing and all i was having some gym fights where basically i was a big guy so i was beating people up and all those things so there was no technical fight and all and sfl started and like i never feared anything like okay it's a fight i know how it feels getting punched in the face i know how it feels getting take down and all but there was no one to guide me like okay you might be strong if what if the other guy is strong he will push you to the limit what, what are you going to do who is pushing you to the limit are you practicing this in the gym or not so there was basically nothing around right. and i was just brave enough like okay i want to fight man like i want to get into it i don't care like you are young and you will feel like you will become a less of a man if you just back out from an opportunity or a, a challenge which is basically illogical you should be smart enough in your career and that is that is where i failed and uh, i have so many losses in the initial part of my career hmm. and i'm okay with it like i can live with it it's not a big deal and no, the, i mean it's almost like just 3 months uh, they call me and then it's almost like guys see a lot of guys have extensive amateur uh experience before they make it to yeah. the pros and yeah frankly in the era you're talking about early uh part of the decade of you know the 2010s around that time amateur scene maybe kuch great nahi ho raha tha 2015 is when the amateur scene in india also really started picking exactly. up exactly so the amateur scene started after the pro scene yeah it's it's fucking nuts sfl started and they realized yo we could have something here we need to get it going and then all these bodies were formed and yeah. all this you know like shit happened where yeah. they, they started really like developing or finding talent that was willing to fight yeah but sfl is yeah. the first sort of like major scene in mma yeah. like it's a, in india that that would yeah. be a landmark time so you just went and applied for yeah. it to go fight yeah and then uh, they called me up uh, to nasik and i was in college and i was broke so i didn't have any money how to go to nasik in two days notice and i have to I, and then there was no flight available from bhubaneswar to bombay and so i have to go to kolkata i have to travel 7 hours in a train to go to kolkata and then take a flight from kolkata to bombay bombay and like and then i had i didn't had money my father used to pay me just 10000 rupees a month and out, out of that the flight itself is 7000 bucks so what will i eat and where will i go right. so i borrowed some money from my friend like harpreet and she has been a very good uh, support for me like i have been knowing her from forever i borrowed some money from her and i went to kolkata and then uh, from there to the flight and went to nasik and all those things and in two days there was a selection trial and in two days uh, in the second day i was fighting one guy from haryana and he's a proper wrestler and he is one of those friends of uh, the initial SF, sfl fighters uh, ricky 
Ricky Ranjit Saini, uh, he's from Delhi. So okay. he's one of his friends. So he's a big guy and uh, we had a fight and he took me down. Like we had a wrestler, he took me down. I couldn't even understand where I was. <laughs> so, uh, like I was standing and in the other moment I was down. So right. and... But then I like started punching him, hitting him hard, and naturally, like, thankfully, I have uh, good force in my arms. So I started hitting him hard, and then he just quit, and I probably broke his face or something. He just quit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and uh, then Dennis Holman was the coach those days, and he's saying right. he's like. uh see you are not technical fighter but you have heart and that is what we look forward to a fighter first right. the ma- most of the like the first and the foremost thing you need to have a heart that you are born with it or you are not born with it you cannot develop it hmm. so i, I like i i did uh, like i was not very technical but at least i won that round and he got selected because he was technical even if he was he lost they right. tried to develop him but he just couldn't hang around in the camp for a month or two he was like too, there was too much for him so he right. just left and uh, i was the only guy over there and in the second month i was uh, having a camp over there sfl 3 got gets over in chandigarh and sfl 4 is happening in delhi and it is happening in bombay and in just two months i fight pawan man singh my first fight and pawan man singh is already 8 year like uh, experienced uh, boxer for uh, itpp i guess indo tibetan uh, police force so he has been around in the scene for a very long time probably right. he'll be having hundreds of amateur fight before he fights me and i didn't have have anything and i just went in because i wanted to fight i didn't have a, even have skills i didn't know how to throw a punch and you can right. see my initial fights you'll be probably laughing at me okay <laughs> and i laugh at myself when i see my initial fight like what are these right uh, but one thing i noticed in that fight is like okay i gassed out and stuff like that because there was no training i just of came course. from home and go, go went to a fight no coach nothing i was just sitting in a bed stretching and going for a fight okay that is how the scene was right and the first round i got hit like probably 2 300 times in my head and i was surprised like i did get knocked like i got so much hits in my head because i was just getting hit clean and i i didn't know how to block and all and yeah. the second round i went to the school to sit i was not able to sit like i was falling to the side in the th- concussed probably yeah and in the second round uh, uh, like you see the videos where i fall down he punches me i fall down i was not knocked out i just extremely gassed out extremely fatigued like okay. if you push push me i will fall down right so <clears throat> that day i realized like i have a good chin and uh, <laughs> yeah like i can take shots yeah exactly right that is a hard way to learn but you learn it right? yeah man good to have that in the back pocket yeah oh shit i have a good chin it's okay like i right. take it right october 12 october 11 was my birthday october 12 i fight i went back home all concussed my nose is broken and this that and all because Eyes i stuff yeah yeah it's just just fucked up right november first i get a call in 10 days are you ready to fight jabed mulla i'm like oh yeah i will fight i don't <laughs> mind in <laughs> like 10 days notice i'm not even recovered right. and uh, i are you ready to fight jabed mulla and jabed mulla is a big guy right okay i will talk something about sfl in this interview for for you please, and please. a lot a lot of people didn't know about it so jabed mulla is a big guy he's like 97 kg he's cutting weight he's cutting weight to like 85 I am 83 kgs. 
and i am fighting at 85 and i am fat i am not even trained i am basically off the couch fighting a guy javed mulaizer boxer in mumbai police hmm. so he experienced guy and he is probably 31 32 by that time and hmm. these guys are like way senior to me right so i'm like okay i will no problem and then javed mulla doesn't make he 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 shows up at like i uh, we are fighting at 85 kg and he shows up at like 89 hmm and he couldn't cut weight and uh, daniel as uh, he asked me like uh, do you want to fight him i'm like yeah if people are here to fight i'll fight him it doesn't matter right. and i'm like because i never wanted to back down from a challenge like that's not who i so, am like for like anyone who like wants to do it in uh, ufc terms that would be somebody who's 12 pounds overweight the limit uh, uh yeah 12 to 14 pounds and then yeah. he's not making weight it's not even heavyweight yeah 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 exactly all right so just to give reference for some people like that's 14 pounds nearly yeah something like that and yeah. he's a tall guy he's like 6 62 and is a basically a pro like a pro yeah, pro mean, and if you're a boxer for the police services or any like team like that then you're constantly yeah in training and fighting yeah so he comes up and uh, he like uh, charges me in the first round and I, like i i get rocked and all i fall down i took his back i tried to choke him out and then like you see that fight i almost had like if you give that position to me today i'll probably take his neck and go home right. but those days like uh, like you don't understand what to do there was basically very less training of jujitsu and i was relying on the basics like guard side mount and side control and stuff like that right. rnc i couldn't finish i got a, i got a choke in the first round but i couldn't finish it because maybe Mechan- i didn't had the mechanics were off yeah yeah usually just, that that's the case yeah i just couldn't finish it and the second round i get uh, smashed again and i broke my uh, like uh, nasal bone mm-hmm. and i couldn't see from left my left eye and in the second round the doctor waved it because yeah. i like i couldn't see from my left eye he's showing me fingers and i cannot see anything in right. the other side right. so he just waved it off see i came for a pro fight i come for pro fights and i lost my first two fights right without training without experience without knowing anything and that is where you start questioning yourself and these those days sfl was live on uh, i think uh, national tv yeah So yeah, both yeah. the time I came to fight, both the time I lost on national television, and obviously people question me like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing it? You're getting beaten up. You lost first matches." My parents were like pretty shocked, like, "What are you even doing in your life? Why are you doing all these things and like all this?" But I think those two losses were like very in like very important in my life because that is where I realized like, okay, in college I said something to myself like, "I'll do something which I'll be responsible for." if i am responsible if i lost i am responsible for my loss maybe i am not smart enough to fight like right like i was not smart enough to do what i was supposed to do and i did some stupid things i lost mm-hmm. and it's time to like go back to the drawing board get it all figured out and then come back and start destroying people then i come like and then they give us a call like there is a camp national camp happening in nashik uh would you like to join i'm like okay i'm joining but i was doing mba those days so right. my parents are like go study 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 i'm like okay i'm studying and in the college i was not there all the time i'm in bombay i Training. i'm 
one month here training one month college one month here training one month go back and give exams and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i was training and uh, then i had uh, two fights at 77 kg i won both the fights in one day like in the same day i won mm-hmm. this is so, again for sfl uh, against so it was the same night yeah it was in the same uh, it was in the, the wins were in the same day the fights were on the same day it was basically fights to build up records so you're okay. fighting guys uh, who are building up records right so this is the event which goes on for like 2 uh, 3 days so i had two fights in the same day i won both the fights right and at 77 kg and then uh, like i was back on track then but then after that there was no training anymore dennis holman went back to us benji radic went back to us so all the coaches were there they were not there and uh, then uh, like the scenes was on and off and then isfl was lost for a pretty long time i don't know what to do and small promotions like yfc and all came started coming up right and things like that and there was a fighting uh, like and after that i fought in combat cage fight and then the referee did some shit i know like sasi sate his name is sasi and what he did is uh, like i was going for a double leg in the cage and uh, that guy had a like he didn't even have a guillotine on me like he was okay. just holding my neck yeah and that guy stopped the fight i'm like i like why what happened he's like oh shit i thought uh, you 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 fainted out you like sleep. you got knocked out yeah. you were sleeping i'm like how can you just think uh, i was sleeping and you just stopped the fight why didn't you restart it again and then he just waves off and then i have another loss and what can you do about it how and big is this problem in india uh, like ashwin talks about it a lot we were uh, yeah. talking to seth as well yeah uh, about like the lack of genuinely good referees in the sport in this country like i mean they're complaining about good referees in the fucking us where yeah. the sport is you know uh, exactly like i can i have seen some horrible horrible uh refereeing in india where uh, either like you said the fight is stopped fucking without reason too early yeah, or, exactly. or or the opposite where somebody is getting their brains fucking beaten in yeah, and, and you're like stopping. you're like dude what does this other guy have to do like you know stop the fucking thing so how big is this problem man yeah it's a big problem because i faced it myself and then combat cage fight was something like they said like they won't put it in the records so it's like oh shit okay fine the referee did a the referee messed it up and it won't come in the record it's okay then combat cage fighting hit they wanted to promote nelson pace and they, then nelson pace he won couple of fights in combat cage fight and they wanted to put his fights in the records so now if they want to put his fight in the record they have to put everyone everybody's now all my losses went in Hmm. so unnecessary there was a loss the referee like he messed it up the promotion said they uh, like they won't put this in the record and uh, it's okay like uh, it won't be there and i see after a month i i have another loss now i have two wins and three losses and uh, i was like what should i do now man like let me just keep fighting what can i do and after that yeah uh, i fought and uh, won like four five fights in a, yeah and then this was my like unshun fight was a fight where like i genuinely lost and i'm okay for it like yeah as a tough fight and an unshun the fucking stud like yeah. uh, you know so there's no shame in that like it was a hard fought yeah yeah and uh, i was fight and, and uh, like 
I had my reasons for like, but I didn't want to say it in on, on the front of the audience. Like I had this, I had that, and you start complaining and all this thing. No man, I like lost. everyone's got shit, everyone's got problems, and like the yeah. fact that you can, you know, on this podcast also, uh, like in person, you said the same thing to me, and like even on air, you're saying the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, that it's a loss and it's a fair one. Like, you know, I can't have any complaints about it. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. So I have no complaints about these, but I have complaints about all the losses I had in my initial in of the career, which stays with me, right? And I'm okay with it because I understand. I have peace with myself. I understand what happens and what happened. I don't have to go and explain to people. People know what kind of a person I am, what kind of a fighter I am, what kind of a fighter I am developing into. So yeah, I have a yeah. long way to go. So I don't really care about it. I mean, um, just as if whether it means anything or not. Um, you're the first athlete listed on the MFN page, for instance, and uh, pretty sure that's no coincidence. Like, you know, yeah. there's a reason you're there. There's a reason you're representing, you're wearing MFN uh, right now. And, uh, you know, you're a com- company guy, like yeah, uh, okay. you de- deserve to be there, uh, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And like, I would like to talk about the Ansel fight. What happens is like, we got too serious with it and so serious like we i will I, i'll be very true i i'm i'm walking around right now at 85 kgs when i was fighting i was like i lost a lot of weight i was training so hard and then i went to overtraining mm-hmm. and in the fight i was feeling like oh shit what is happening to me like why am i not able to push this guy off why am i like why is my shoulders burning why is my stomach burning why is my thighs burning and why am I not getting that burst? Why am I not getting that energy? So I was like getting very angry with it. And and upon that, it's a fight. You are anyways pissed off. So you just start throwing like whatever whatever it is. Like if you are deep down, you're deep down under. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go for the kill or just get killed. Yeah, shield. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you survived that fucking Kimura for a while. And I just like... I, I remember watching and I was like, holy fuck, it, it's going to break. It's going to break. Like there's so many moments where I was like, oh fuck, it's going to break. And you somehow roll through and get out of it. And I was just amazed. So like, how was your shoulder after that? No, I had no pain at all. I had no pain while he was uh, holding the Kimura. I had absolutely nothing going on with the shoulder when he was doing this. Because uh, I was doing a lot of... Uh, like strength and conditioning for it and my shoulders are fine uh, yeah if i would have like i my, my strength and conditioning was good for the fight like i will not have complained regarding that but i was put i was doing it over and over and again like i was doing it too much so i didn't have recovery my acl was hurting my pcl is my back is hurting my like shoulders are hurting i'm doing a jab during the camp so like this is not way you do a camp and uh, i couldn't like as a team, we couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand it. And this, it went just too far and then it uh, come, like resulted in loss. So yeah, I'm uh, like, I'm not like, I have nothing to take away from Anshul. He did what he did. Like, uh, I'm very sure I'll be facing him again for the title. I was going to ask like, uh, you, I'm sure you'd like to rematch him at some point in the future. Yeah, he like after the fight, he himself came down to me like in the cage. He's like, I know I'm very sure I will be facing you again in the future. There is yeah. no one in this place who will uh, like who can be around. And uh, I like I I completely trust you will be there 
for the title belt fight and i'm like yeah i'll of course i'll face you again in the title belt fight but i am not going to ask for it to alan fernandez that give me a rematch no i'm not going to do that i'm going to earn it myself i'm going to beat some people up i'm going to send them to where ben askren and stepe miocic are the shadow like, realm yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so have you made so have you made uh, i have you made those adjustments from the last camp like like have you yes, spoken yes, to your yes. coaches and your teammates like you know okay this is what i feel like how we're going to go about it next time i know we don't have a fight right now or you don't have a fight booked right now um but what's the strategy moving forward like as you're getting older and you're evolving in your yeah. martial arts career yes so right now i'm like 29 and i have good long solid uh, five six years in front of me like the solid ones if yeah, you're coming into your prime you're coming into your prime yeah so solid five years are ahead of me if my health is all right and uh, everything falls into place if i start making good amount of money i can take care of myself much better and then yeah, probably i can fight till 40 and that's what i want to do move up to heavyweights <laughs> maybe you know <laughs> yeah it used to be 95 just like start bulking now like, like yeah. super heavy olympic so after the fight was done like uh, jitesh uh, like he is pretty smart guy he understands what went wrong and he was pretty emotional that night in uh, dubai like uh, he was like oh, okay what do you want to do do you want to remember this or do you want to forget this i'm like i already forgot it don't even ask about it tell me what to do next okay so it's like let's go like i'm like okay i know what what went wrong and i will know where we lacked and what i know what wrong things we did i don't want to repeat it so i want to clear the doubt and who is the best guy to go to in the country and that is where the whole team went to hariprasad patnaik sir uh, we all came down to bhuneshwar and uh, he is like uh, the phd holder in uh, body physiology and psychology he has trained uh, olympic lifters in asian games medalists karate judokas and strength and conditioning for asian athletes in runners swimmers sprinters so he understand the game he has been into the field of martial arts for 40 years and uh, that guy knows martial art in and out so he the day i reached bhuneshwar he sees me that was like two days or three days after dubai fight he sees me and he says uh, why do you look pale i'm like what do you mean why do i look pale he's like you have been certainly overtraining i didn't even say him anything he is saying me he didn't even know like i had a fight he just said me like i think you are overtraining you look pale Mm-hmm. and are you fatiguing when you walk, like walking up the stairs i'm like yeah i'm fatiguing when i'm walking up the stairs do you have mood swings yeah i have mood swings do you get sleep at night no I, no i don't get sleep at night you have all the symptoms of overtraining then i'm like i'm like oh, then what should i do man like he's like okay don't like and then jitesh says no sir he had a fight 3 days 4 days ago and he lost it so he's like why didn't you say me you had a fight and uh, and then uh, then he went through all our routines and what we did and what it is like no man you are like too much and you are damaging yourself before you guys hit your prime you will probably end your careers by damaging yourself so so can you can you give us an example of like what you were doing and what was his like recommendation because a lot of guys uh are in the same position as you were you know we all feel like fuck i got to train more i got to train more i got to train more so like yes what was what was your routine before you went to see him and so, uh, what was his advice yeah so before i went to see him uh, like uh, we went hard every time 
every day was a hard day every sparring session is a hard session every and how rolling many sessions and how many sessions per day okay so this you will be like astonished when i had a camp for 8 uh, weeks uh, we started uh, pretty normal uh, for f- first 2 uh, weeks and then once you start uh, going up we are basically sparring 7 uh, to 8 rounds every day and that was mmm sparring and it was it continued for 3 weeks straight so at one point of time uh, i was like a robot i just wake up i go to the gym i either beat people or get beaten up come back home and sleep that's it nothing else like i was right. i at at one point of time i was like oh i just want to get done with this camp and i want i just want to get over with this fight and i just want to go somewhere and relax man this is too much now and my my mindset went for a toss my psychology went for a toss my body went for a toss and uh, then he asks us like how many rounds were you doing it's like we were doing fresh guy uh, each round and eight rounds and this was uh, five times sparring in a week that's so that's basically f- uh, five into eight 40, 40 minutes rounds. yeah exactly 40 40 rounds you're doing in a week and with 40 fresh guys and it's too much so it's like that is too much and how many times you lift uh, in a fight he's like uh, we we said like we start lifting a month ago the fight because uh, we thought like a few lift and you probably gas out in the fight yeah. and then he's like you did all the things wrong yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what like, you did all the things wrong the more closer you come down to the fight you cut need to cut down all your rounds yeah you basically sparring only twice a week maximum and if you want to go hard and fast you are doing maximum five rounds yeah that's it nothing else not more than that and you are training strength and conditioning till three days before your fight because your central nervous system may stay strong and so i we spend a month with him he's a like phd holder he's a doctor so uh he gave her a lot of internal knowledge of what goes on and how it should be scheduled and what you need to do and how your training should be you like you more into sprinting less into long running more into swimming and uh, good for your joints and right. more into olympic lifting and less, less into, into like bodybuilding yeah. type stuff exactly and more into concentrated things like Um, he sees like you are a guy who is explosive you need to do more explosive work mm-hmm. you are a guy who fights for a long time you need to do endurance work and then after a while you need to cross check with yeah exactly to, switch it up yeah switch it up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that was what he was uh, like uh, try, trying to teach us and all those things so our whole team went there for a camp for a couple of weeks come back and then we started training and then after that we came back i went to delhi i met you and i was with seth and all so i was seeing your guys module as well like what is going on how many times you are training and all and how is it so i was basically off the couch and then after that like after that i went to for a vacation bombay. for 3 weeks yeah, yeah bombay i was like there and then i don't know before coming to delhi i was in kasol yeah exactly i went for a vacation i was like oh shit like i busted myself up over there and then i came the next day i sparred with that and yeah. it was horrible you know <laughs> yeah that's that's got pretty good uh, yeah 
and i just i went one round and i'm like why am i not recovering man like what is happening okay like give me a round off then some other guy goes in then i come for a third, third round and in couple of days training i was back so it was okay right. it's not a big deal and it was a very good time with you guys and with warrior cove guys and uh, set over there like god like it was really nice from there i went to bombay because uh, they needed sparring partners for the next mfn and they didn't have sparring partners in bombay in mmxm for a couple of guys so that's surprising like, okay, will... that's surprising considering that like mumbai has become one of the hotbeds of a uh, lot of gyms and a lot of guys right yeah yeah but i don't think they want like all the guys who are in the gym are probably in sfl in mfn and most of them are rivals and all of them probably they fall in the same weight category so they don't want to go to each other's gym and start sparring with each other right like sumit khade is from bombay he doesn't want to go to dhruv chaudhary's gym and spar right. with him right like that and um, so things like that so they so wanted are... someone who was neutral side right 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 so just someone so, from out of the way yeah and so i come That's, in and then i know i hang out with the mfn team there and all the guys there and like yeah, I know be part Alan's of the marketing stuff as well then and, and that that's like a different yeah. side of it uh, that's probably good for you and like exposure as well going forward right? yeah i know alan so for a pretty long time so i go pretty well like uh, we have a good relationship and then slowly and slowly like i'm me and krishna we are pretty good friends and i'm good with ashishar of ma'am and things like that so we pretty we, like we gel up pretty good and uh, he calls up through like uh, i want to like uh, spend couple of weeks for sparring and all i'm like okay fine no problem i'll go help you out and all so he fixes a place for me i get a flat over there and then i stay there i go to the gym i train i come back and <clears throat> he was pretty happy with the thing and suddenly uh, we see uh, mfn getting postponed for covid reasons and things like that then i i went back to bangalore i trained there for a couple of weeks and then complete shutdown i wanted to come to delhi to train with you guys again and then nothing was happening no then i gone yeah yeah it was just everything just went somewhere else to south everything was going north everything went south man yeah and now i'm back home and this is where i am right now damn so you've just been kind of like now is finally you got home after like uh long time away like 2 3 months away yeah, yeah, yeah i was just everywhere and i was calculating how many flights i took after the covid <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was surprisingly 42 flights from god december. damn it dude. yeah, yeah <laughs> december to now there like 42 flights i, I was like you haven't caught it <laughs> no i have nothing no one in the family has it like i think i'm our immunity is pretty good because we stay in the jungle and play around in the farms and animals and stuff like that so it's okay yeah, that shit is and we don't even meet people around that shit is good um okay so would you rather have uh gsp's fight iq or ul romero's natural uh, ability uh i would rather have uh, yol romero's natural ability oh god yes why yeah uh cause uh, see i am a guy who believes in strength and conditioning a lot because uh, everyone at the end of the day you can teach a guy to pull a armbar but can you pull armbar on a strong man probably you will not be able to bend his arm 
Hmm. So strength is a decisive factor, and uh, sometimes what happens is like uh, you know all the things in the world, and you still can't do it because the guy is just strong or he is just brutally strong. You just cannot do it, and then everything fails down. So at one point of time, all that everyone will learn techniques, everyone will learn everything, everyone will learn how to throw a jab, everyone will learn how to throw a cross. The fight IQ will build up with com- training and practice and competing, but. the one thing which people don't concentrate and have no like no control over is is strength which is a very decisive factor you know same things i know same things i am stronger than you there is a high chance i'm winning because i'm just stronger than you and that's a simple fact sometimes you will be having like all the techniques in the world and you get a blow in your face and you feel like your face is just burst out <laughs> Okay, like oh shit, yeah. what is this? There's this old saying: punch a black belt, becomes yeah. a brown belt. Punch him again, he becomes a purple belt. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that can happen. Yeah, and so I am big time back into strength and conditioning, and uh, we have some game plans going on in the team. We are in com- like continuous touch, and we practice while we are not together as well because you need a like. you don't need a lot of people to practice your basics in the sense uh, how to move how to hit because i have my brother with myself and my brother have been training for for a while so he can give me decent pad works mm. so i am good with that yeah all the game plan and stuff is going on and the, everything is going on so who is the next guy who is the next guy when to fight anshul where to fight anshul so, so speaking uh, of like um who do you want next like frankly speaking i can fight anyone i want to like i don't want to like i don't care <laughs> like right now yeah right now i have i want to have the belt right now and i have heard a lot of shit from a lot of people and i cannot take it but you try to avoid the social media and stuff like that everyone says like okay you can avoid it no it's just the, the news just comes to you even if you switch off your phone your friends will come and say you or someone else will come and say you or someone will be talking about it so it, the news will hit you and sometimes of course it, you get affected i saw derek lewis uh, podcast with jorogan and he says the same thing i try to avoid all the criticism i see online but somehow it just reaches you man like it's a brutal world and you have to you have to have thick skin. like just yeah exactly you have to have a thick skin towards it right so and uh, i i'm ready to fight anyone but uh, i'm uh, my special uh, right now interest is in vikas will because uh, that guy is like one idiot man i don't like him and like i can fight him anywhere i want to fight him and i don't like his face that guy is like he's like what i have heard from the stories that guy is a woman beater like he used to like abuse his family members and stuff like that and uh, not a guy good guy with ethics and like you come and hug me one day and then you talk about me in the back the other day and what are your ethics gone i i allowed you to come to my personal space by giving you a hug and then you go and say shit behind my back and that doesn't work with me like i am all in or all out guy i cannot be like pretty diplomatic when it comes to uh, fighting someone Like at the end of the day, you're punching each other in the face. So the diplomacy goes for a toss. I don't give a fuck about it. So yeah, I want to fight Vikas Royal, and uh, if that happens, it happens. Or else, like I can fight anyone. I don't care. But I, I think uh, Vikas Royal, I'll be fighting. 
that's uh, going to happen actually yeah i'm pretty hey, sure he, like if you he knows, feel he this knows, strongly about yeah. it you get it yeah he knows he knows i am the fight he, he he knows if he comes and beats me he is getting a title shot that's for sure yeah so he knows i am the fight so he will come for it and there is no way to back around like uh, this guys i'll send this i'll send this guy to stratosphere and the other guy to some other place if i'm fighting or else because i'll be fighting anshul towards the end of the year or something like that for a title fight so, that's my uh, you weren't were you originally scheduled to be on this uh, mfn card the one that was about to happen i was with- not but do you think now that not. now that the delay has happened you'll be in a position to be on the next one ah uh, yeah so that is what happens like uh, i went to train with uh, dhruv and i was in pretty good shape by now because i was like training with shatovaya for a week uh-huh. and trained with the other guys like i started slowly getting back into shape then right. by the time i to, uh, i went to bombay like i was almost okay like in okay shape and uh, like we are doing good over there so alan says like he sees and he's like uh, you're like uh, getting back into shape like i think you will be ready in uh, four five weeks uh, do you want to have a fight in mfl i'm like uh, if it's worth enough like i want to fight or else i just don't don't want to rush it just because i am in a good shape i don't want to fight like i don't want to rush it because i don't i didn't even think about it it's not in my mind if i'm not mentally ready uh, what's the point like I, i don't want to rush it and then it get delays and right. yeah and then they're like okay fine we are putting you in the card i'm like okay if it is delaying for 8 weeks i am definitely in and yeah. i want to fight and then it delays some more and then delays some more and it's delayed forever now yeah i mean now it god only knows when uh we'll ever get back to that but uh i'm very glad to hear that you will be on that card um thank you very much there was i like there was some talk that it was happening in delhi it was moved from dubai uh to delhi so we were pretty excited about that i don't know if they'll stick with that or they'll go somewhere else but like regardless like uh good to know you'll be i think it'll happen in delhi i think it'll happen in dubai because i think it's pretty easy to do events in dubai just how is it everyone in the world does do events in dubai people are right. accustomed and they are used to events in dubai it doesn't matter what time of the year it is right you just give a call and it's just happening in dubai but in india what happens like there are so many rules we live in a democracy you have to please 10 people to pass bribe, bribe another fucking 10 yeah. people yeah exactly and then the bribe goes up the ladder and comes down to the gutter and stuff like that it's too much <laughs> so too much yeah problem in india to do event during this time especially yeah 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 it's going to be a while um yeah. what's the craziest thing you've done in your life aside from cage fighting which is pretty fucking crazy too um no i don't think cage fighting is crazy enough like i don't think it's like after a while like i'm used to it like i can you just like these days i i'll be very true only good opponents excite me like fighting and all it doesn't really excite me it's, i i see it as a way of uh, um, like art or i i see it as a way of expressing myself i see it as a thing you put in time you get the results out if you don't put enough time you don't get the results out it's Absolutely. just it feels like just yeah it, it just feels like another 
just another thing like i'm not very excited about uh, like uh, going into fights and all what i am excited about these days like really fighting guys with names or really fighting guys who are good like uh, ansul fight or uh, uh, maybe a jason fight or rajinder mina fight like these guys are good so i am looking forward to fight good guys make good names and uh, and then and that is how you climb the ladder fast and then uh, right now in right now in what kind of stage i am right now i have to start climbing the ladder because uh, fights are on are not happening and it's not nothing is coming in the books for me right now and basically i just fought one fight in last one and a half year which is nuts you you cannot survive like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so you need to continuously keep fighting and put uh, wins in the records and keep your record building up so i need to start doing all those things so i am excited about fighting good guys i am excited about uh, nah, like uh, i am excited about the money i am excited about the lifestyle i am excited about traveling i am excited about going out and performing in front of the international audience i am excited about showing them like what are we like we have come a long way we had basically nothing 10 years ago and basically we are a big force right now all these guys are coming up and I mean, fighting and arjun singh so many buller like just won uh yeah. the one fc title and we had one dangal right now yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah i mean this is the furthest with the pandemic as well this is the furthest like indian yeah. combat sports has come and there is a hell of a long way to go yeah exactly um, before you know we're at a level where countries yeah. now if you look at <clears throat> the ufc they are they have had champions from basically all over the world yeah. china australia new zealand yeah. africa uh, europe yeah poland whatever um, brazil south america and of course the us and shit in canada and all but like this is one part of the world that has still not uh yeah we are we are the mother of martial art and we are nowhere around yeah yeah and i want to be on the world stage and leading the bus and that is what my aim is like i want to fight the best guys i really don't care where and when i really want to have you ever that. thought of like applying for like the dana white contender series or something like that uh right now i'm in a contract so i don't know about thing things like that i might be or might not be because who wants to go for a contender series if you are a big name in the country you directly fight in the main card so make a big name and uh, go on a tear and go to the big promoters and get a good fight and show you who you are yeah if i deserve it if i am doing things well enough if i am having a good training camp if i am putting all my effort into it i might make it or i might not i might not because anyways we are playing with chances i have been playing with chances from 2012 when i first went in the cage without training so i have been taking chances i'll st- keep taking chances all my life it's okay yeah and what do you think is like missing in um the indian mma fighters in general like if you could everything. analyze the industry everything see right, i'll so say give me top 3 yeah i'll say you like i'll i'll give you a small example first like 3 years ago i was i was not even 50% of the fighter i am today just 3 years ago 
like in terms of skill and athleticism and, and growth conditioning iq and right. uh, things like that so just 3 years ago if i had that kind of training when i was 19 i would have been in different stage altogether right now just a good training for 3 years and with a good mentorship with good nutrition and plan made a huge change i was making 30000 rupees a fight to i am making what like i am making good right now in mfn i cannot say you the numbers because that's fine yeah we are in a contract but oh. yeah i am making good enough money to have a place for myself in bangalore and live a proper life yeah you're so, getting paid as a professional yes exactly i am not going for any other job i am living off the money and i'm training and so i'm happy with it so just in 3 years and right. this and this came when i went to the best of the best guys in the country i don't think a lot of people have access to the best of the best guys okay now i'll start talking about the problems first there's a big coaching problem big coaching in the problem yeah it's a, like everyone thinks like this guy is good this guy is good this, that guy is good and all and i'm like i have been to lot of gyms i've been fighting for a long time i have been meeting lot of people i have trained in a lot of people because i want to learn from everyone so what happens is with the coaches is like at one point of time the coaches should realize like they are done okay like dude that was the maximum knowledge you can pass on to your guy you have to be humble enough to say him like see this is what i can do to you after this i cannot do anything to you you probably need to find a good coach a higher team or maybe both of it or maybe you can exchange or maybe get in some money and get a guy from outside and who can teach but you like expand your horizon expand your resources yes the coaches themselves need to go under a training process so that they understand what goes around in the international market and most of the coaches who train in india they don't go abroad they have never trained under a fight team they have not seen any international coaches they have not seen a, a championship fight team so if if you have not been to those situations if you are not been to those camps if you are not been to those countries like how are you going to uh, summarize a training camp how are you going to summarize uh, how what to do what not to do how like where are your ideas coming from and should i believe it or should i not believe it and uh, when a uh, when a athlete starts asking question like this to his coaches that means like the relationship is like going for a toss hmm. and uh, most of the coaches in india what happens is like they like aise kya bol diya mujhe yaar ye sochta hai mere ko kuch aata nahi hai main isko kal se training nahi dunga hmm why did you guy like why did you realize like dude like okay i cannot do much more than this probably i need to send him outside for a camp and he will come back and let us know what is going around and this is how we will grow Mm-hmm. so this is one big issue and second issue the people don't understand what being professional is like being professional in fighting is a completely different game altogether you have to be on it 24/7 it's not like you are training one month you are off one month even if you are not training full force you are doing some kind of work and you have to be in that mindset and you have to be ready for the next bout you have to be ready for the other the other bout after that bout and you have to plan your things out like okay i've been i'm i'm i'll be probably fighting for next 5 years how much money can i make where i where all can i fight how much well, like what is the ten, length of the contract which i am going under is it 2 year is it 4 year 
am i spending all the four years under one contract or i am or am i doing two year contracts in two different sports and trying new horizons and making more money so and am i getting sponsored so you're saying a lack of planning is definitely like something big where where big, big and I, I and i can agree to this i've seen a lot of like uh good guys who are amateurs or who want to do it yeah. but just can't gather the mental faculty required to uh yeah. fucking put some shit down you know like whatever sacrifices need to be made don't yeah. fucking go out one month don't do this don't do that like just focus on what you have to do you know yes. in terms of a timeline uh yeah. i think you've yeah, not like five year plan and stuff like that they don't plan it like that yeah, you need to yeah. plan it out yeah and if you don't plan it out and you don't go in full force i don't think you will be probably doing anything in your life in any aspect of your life you have to plan it out and you have to put it down in the papers and go behind it and people don't do that and the problem with coaches again i went to a wrestling coach i said sir i want to learn wrestling in a, like a good good kind of wrestling like with the top guys so that i can put it in mma and wrestling for mma yeah and wrestling for mma and he's like why do you want to me if you you have so much dedication in this sport if you do only wrestling probably next 3 years i'll send you to olympics i'm like dude i don't want to go there i want to fight what are you <laughs> saying about <laughs> so, so like like coaches have their own like own uh, ideas agenda to push down uh, yeah. athletes nahi nahi tu mere paas aaya wrestling kar main tere ko aage baithu nahi mujhe wahan nahi jana hai <laughs> and <laughs> and then the third part nutrition there is no one in the country apart from very few who will mm. give you a good guidance about nutrition someone will come with ketogenic diet someone come come with some other diet someone will come with carnivorous diet someone will come with herbivorous diet at the end of the day you will be confused what should i do are khau kya main aur nahi khau ye bol raha hai ye kha wo bol raha hai mat par fasting kar जेनुन हेल्थ ओके so right. you take silajit and ashwagandha and stuff like that for testosterone building and things like that because it's needed you need to recover and stuff like that and uh, to, before mfn fight one guy came to me and he asked like what are you taking because you are doing a dope test i'm like see this this is what i take ha huh? you take silajit are you married i'm like what are you even talking about man <laughs> like <laughs> are you talking about a boner or something <laughs> <laughs> like where where does it link to my marriage shilajit and all and like oh, then you see yeah and these uh, these guys are officials and they are coming and asking me all these questions like why are you taking ashwagandha is it performance enhancing i think it's it's performance enhancing i'll put you on hold let me check on all these things this guy is saying me all these things are you taking creatine I don't know if it, and this that guy is saying me he doesn't know if creating is okay and he's not letting having me all this stuff like what are you doing man like, get the knowledge and come 
and all these funny clowns are around okay and i don't know like everything is going south <laughs> there are very few people are very intelligent in this sport and very few and you can trust on them and apart from that everyone just beating around the bush to get something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> amateur guys the guys are coming down like everyone wants to do a horimas bidal knee dude get your basic right why are you jumping directly into a, a knee like i want to get a knockout you and don't get a knockout get like that taken down mounted and then yeah. <laughs> get pounded yeah exactly <laughs> the funniest thing uh, bad yeah. amateur fights are an amazing thing to watch yeah. but um, there's some good guys coming up in the amateur circuit uh, yeah i hope they come up and we have a long way to go because at the end of the day when my career is done after every some other day my career will be done so i want to be like assured in indian mma because i have been a part of it from a long time now i know people i know the authorities and i know everyone around so i think i can be a good link between indian mma and international mma so i want to play my part in it and I, i want to take this guys to a different level and probably provide them the opportunities which which we never got and provide them a kind of life which we never like had and imagine, i mean you're seeing you're seeing glimpses of it in the life you are living um yes. but it can be so much more for so many more if yeah. you know everyone works together and it's kind of done correctly uh, and yeah. not and the same bullshits of the past don't keep uh happening again and again with like you said the coaches with the athletes yes. themselves and uh the science behind it you know these are yes. crucial elements of the game that um, yeah. you're very right only a, only a few people are working towards or trying to yeah sort of, you know so basically inculcate. the basic is this these are the basics yeah if you have the basics now you have a place where you can just step up and go for the next level you can lay, that's the foundation not, yeah yeah that's the foundation if your foundation is not right how are you thinking you will be training strong for the next 10 years that's not going to happen somewhere or other you will fall short yeah and uh, like i don't know man like i don't know what's going to happen with this kind of people and where these people are leading all these athletes to and the sad part is a lot of people are just losing their time and so we you know we've spoken to a lot of like a few black belts uh, yeah. on on this podcast and um, i believe either it was carl or mike uh, mike marell or carl masaro uh, one is half gracie black belt one is enzo gracie black belt and i think it was carl he said that you know ultimately in the long run the bullshit will weed itself out only yeah. the genuine guys and the genuine uh, people who yeah. are doing it they will be left yeah. everybody else who's doing it for a farce everybody else who's doing it for a uh, a show a gig yeah. who yeah. Uh, to get famous or any of that other shit yeah. i mean just for that you know yeah. they will fall by the wayside yeah because if you're in it you you for this kind of stuff you're in it for the long haul like long run exactly you know see long- i started with, i started my career with guys like chaitanya uh, bharat kandare and uh, abhijit petkar uh, ricky 
all and mohammad said was the fighter in mfn can you imagine that guy is a like lead promoter in brave right now so i started my career with these guys now like i'm i'm probably i am the guy from that era who is fighting and i'm not even 30 right now right and it's it's a long way and now i'm fighting with the young guys now i am competing now jason is a guy who is getting old one man who is a guy who is getting old so these are the guys like like who have done it and they had their time now then like i am very fortunate to be in a position where i am being young and experienced also now i have gone through so much shit in my life yeah. and then you kind of had this you you could say like it's you know like max holloway had a very similar sort of position when yes. he was young he had a few losses uh maybe yeah. one or two only not very many and then just learned from that um even this weekend charles olivera is another perfect example yeah, of somebody like that who yeah. came into the ufc at you know very yeah. young age and just fought his way fought his way 28 fights yeah uh, to get to being ufc champion so i think um, there's a long way for you to go my man and, thank you very much uh, this has been a fucking pleasure it was really good to talk to you and uh, thank you so much for sharing everything you did thank you mohit it was always good to talk to you man i'll see you soon after all these things are over <laughs> yes brother can't wait cheers good night yeah good night Oh, 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 oh,